Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. We're at Sharks Ice in San Jose, and that must mean it's time for the Morning Skate. I'm Dan Rusinowski along with Drew Remenda. And Drew, tonight the San Jose Sharks face off against the Florida Panthers. Last season's President's Trophy winners, but they don't exactly look like the team last year. No, they don't. And they made huge changes last year. Andrew Brunette, who was the interim coach after the Joel Quinville situation, um, when Joel left, uh, resigned. Andrew Brunette comes in as interim coach. He's a Jack Adams nominee. They, they finish top of the league in the regular season. They've got an outstanding team. Outstanding team. They got in net. They're set. They have got one of the best defensemen in the world. If he can stay healthy, and Aaron Ekblad. But they've got a great supporting cast. Jonathan Huberdeau, Barkoff. They're doing everything you need. I mean, this is a team that we think is the next team. Another team from Florida. They lose out to Tampa. And then, lesson learned. Best lesson learned. And then. You think to yourself, okay, what are they going to do here? They just maybe be patient? No, Bill Zito, general manager, um, trades for Matthew Kachuk from the Calgary Flames. Matthew comes over. Calgary gets Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger, a D man both you and I really like in the way he plays. Um, they let Andrew Burnett go. They're going to move him to a different position if he wants, hire Paul Maurice from the Winnipeg Jets, who left the Jets halfway through the year because he just couldn't get any more out of him and he was tired and exhausted. Aaron Ekblad can't stay healthy again, and this team is trying to find itself, even though last year we thought this is the next team on the rise. And you know, it's interesting because you mentioned Ekblad. He's one of the best defensemen oh in the gosh. game without question. Yeah. He was first overall in the draft. He got hurt last year. And a lot of people say that he wasn't really himself when he came back, which he wasn't. That didn't help the Panthers and Joe Thornton, who was on the team, by the way, to try to take a run at the Stanley Cup. You know what's weird is that going into the game tonight, Ekblad's hurt again. again. And this is something that's got to be awfully concerning for Florida because he's an absolutely critical piece. Absolutely. Huge critical piece. And when he is healthy... As you said, one of the best D-men in the league. We talk way more about Aaron Ekblad if he wasn't always getting hurt. But he's always getting hurt. And unfortunately, Aaron's injuries are big injuries, long-term, out-for-a-while type things. So, we, you know, when he plays in Florida, so we don't talk about, you know, Florida very much. It's like people in the East don't talk about the San Jose Sharks very much. This is what happens. But the other aspect is Aaron doesn't play a heck of a lot. Lately, in the last few years, he's really struggled to stay on the ice. But he's such a terrific defenseman on, in both sides of it. He would be a, a, he'd be a Norse candidate every year 
if he could just stay healthy. You know what? When he got hurt last year, I, in my he mind, was. he was the leading candidate to 100%, win. 100%. 100%. He and Yossi probably, right? We're here also to talk about the San Jose Sharks, obviously. And David Quinn was very interesting in practice yesterday, and he was also very interesting post-game after that Anaheim shootout loss. They got a point, okay, but in his mind, they took a step backwards from where they were against Tampa and where they were against Toronto, and he wasn't going to let them off the hook for that, and he's made some changes around on the lines. Looks like in practice yesterday, he put Kevin LeBanc with Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer. He left Barabanov with Couture and Nieto because that line's going pretty well, and he left Benino with Sturm and Cunnan. But then you got your fourth line, Svechnikov moves there with Steven Lawrence in the middle and Oscar Lindblom on the left. Bit of a, a, a minor change, you could say, but what an opportunity for Kevin LeBanc if that's the way they play tonight. Yeah, so here's your opportunity is right, Danny, and Kevin LeBanc should look at this and go, all right, I got to give my best game that I've played since the great Vegas night, right? He's got to be on his game, shooting the puck every chance he gets hustling in, using his speed to get deep, working below the goal lines. But I think what, one thing when you look at the last game, what David Quinn was mad at was, and one of our Toyota keys to the game that, that night was focus and execution from start to finish. And they played, as Jacob Megner told us, and as David Quinn told us after the game, one of, if not the worst first period of the season. So... They need to be ready to go. You know what, something else? David Quinn actually admitted this, which was interesting. He basically suggested that the Sharks took the Anaheim Ducks lightly because of where they are in the standings, and you can't do that in the NHL any, against anybody. Yeah, well, you and I talked about it in the last morning skate. And he said, David Quinn said, who the heck do we think we are? Exactly, 100%. He's 100% right. Again, David is, I think, saying the right things, hitting the right buttons. And we'll talk about this all season long, holding the team to a standard. But again, the Sharks had three wins versus the two wins of Anaheim. So who did they think they were? They came out and they took them lightly. Now they geared it up. Um, one positive we're seeing from the last couple of games is second periods are no longer the Achilles heel of the Sharks. So that's a good thing. We're seeing Eric Carlson play like Eric Carlson of four years ago, five years ago, which is a great thing. We saw Hurdle and Meyer take a step because I think what we're seeing with Hurdle and Meyer is they're starting to understand that they can work below the goal lines. Um, and I, I think, you know, we saw, we saw the, the team for 40 minutes play pretty damn good and be resilient, but they couldn't ever get to that next goal. Steven Lawrence, the big save by Stolarz. Yeah. To me, that was the game breaker because if they get that goal, they win the game. Yeah, the next, you gotta be able to figure out how to get the next one. They, they played catch up the whole game and every coach will tell you, and we've, we've heard every player say, you can't go chasing the game. I thought they were chasing the game the, the entire night. The defense is chasing it a little bit. Forget about Eric Carlson and Magna. That's been a great pair. I, I think Mark Edward Vlasic, by the way, silently and quietly is having a pretty solid season. He was pretty, pretty, pretty big uh, jump in his minutes in the last game. And the reason why was because Benning and Ferraro weren't going so well. No, they weren't. Um, Matt had a really tough game. Matt had a really tough game, and I thought, I thought uh, Mario did too. And what they have to do, those two guys, is... In my opinion, and I know it's hard because it's, there, it's in their DNA, you've got to dial it back a little bit. It, it, the game is so fast, right? And if you try to be over-aggressive and too fast, you chase, and then 
you get into trouble. So what you're looking for from Mario, what you're looking for from, Mark, for, from uh, Matt, is to be solid and trustworthy. There's a lot to be said for a D pair that can go out and play 10 minutes a game and shut down anybody they're playing against. That's the mindset they have to get into tonight. No doubt about that. Let's look at the Florida Panthers. First of all, one of my favorite players in the National Hockey League is on their roster. That's Alexander Barkov. Yeah. We don't see enough of this guy. If fans that are listening right now want to get an idea of what he's like, you've heard me say this before, think Andrzej Kopitar in his prime for the Los Angeles Kings, although he's still a pretty darn good hockey player. This is a guy that, that people really like to watch play because you can see him think on the ice. He's really an ingenious kind of a player, and he's got good size. He can skate. He can do everything. Right now he's playing with Matthew Kachuk and Carter Verhage. Kachuk is one of the additions to the team in those blockbuster deals, and he's made a big difference for the team already. Yeah. Let's go to Barkov first. He is the, one of, if not the best, 200-foot player in the game. No question. With and without the puck, he is remarkable. And you mentioned his hockey IQ, and you can definitely see it on the ice. Matthew Kachuk is the player that every other fan hates, but boy, they love him on their team. Matthew Kachuk can play on my team any day of the week. He is a He's a go-getter, he's a fire, he's a driver. He gets in people's faces, he drives people nuts, and he's very skilled and talented around the net. I mean, he's not just a, he's not just a pain in the ass, he is a player who can make a difference. And Carter Verhage, I'm telling you what, Danny, Carter Verhage is another one of those guys because he plays in Florida, doesn't get enough attention. He is one of the best complimentary wingers in the game. It's going to be interesting to see, and of course, with Paul Maurice behind the bench, you know the right buttons are going to get pushed. Former Shark Rudolph's Balsers is playing with Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhardt. That's a line to listen for because all three of those guys seem to play really well against San Jose. And let's not forget about the Stahl brothers. Eric signed to a contract playing with Patrick Hornquist, another good player, and of course, uh, Mark Stahl playing on the defense. It's going to be really, really interesting tonight, and we will have it for you on the Sharks Audio Network. That's it for our morning skate for today. We'll see you on the airwaves. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.